I've noticed this trend that time and time again, we tend to focus on the cross and not the tomb. And we can easily start to assume that Christ came primarily to die, to stretch out his arms and yell to tell us die. It is finished. It is done. The battle for eternity finally won. The veil ripped and barriers removed as all of humanity can now stand approved. Not in righteousness bought by good deeds, but redemption through Adam's seed, through the blood of a spotless lamb, fully God and fully man, Jesus. Through him, our debt was paid. The foundations of our identity laid. Through the cross, we can finally rest. No longer striving to pass a test to prove our holiness or to prove our worth. No, for through him, we've been given a new birth. He reconciled us, bridging the divide. So dear one, you don't have to run or hide. No longer bound by shackles and chains, the cross has muted the voice of shame, removing our guilt, removing our blame, and giving us a brand new name. We are daughters, we are sons, beloved, holy, chosen ones, the lambs who can finally hear Jesus whispering, I am here. Here's my question. Did Jesus come primarily to die or to live? Was there more he intended to give? For they laid his body on a slab of stone. Cold, breathless, completely alone, in a tomb not even his own as all of humanity continued to groan. You see, his final move had yet to be revealed as he laid in that tomb still completely sealed. But on the third day, On the third day, the rocks begin to quake as Jesus the Messiah began to wake. Death's sting has no hold, for he is risen just as he foretold. The prophet's words finally fulfilled, his kingship finally revealed. A new order, a new kingdom, a new way, a new and glorious day. A kingdom not rooted in pride or fame. A kingdom not preoccupied with guilt or shame. A kingdom not propped up with lies and deceit. And a kingdom not ruled by the religious elite. But by a king who stoops for the loss. A king who would personally pay the cost. A king who reigns in love and grace. And a king who welcomes us to stand face to face. A king who's worthy of praise, for he is the ancient of days. Jesus, the first and begotten son. Jesus, righteous and worthy one. Fully God and fully man. Lord, help us 
understand that Jesus was worthy not only for his acts, but for these eternal facts. That Jesus was worthy before the cross. Jesus was worthy before saving the lost. Jesus was worthy before he came in human form. And Jesus was worthy before he calmed every storm. For he is complete and divine perfection, eternally worthy of our love and affection. So how much more should we lift his name higher that he snatched us from the fire? How much more should we stand in awe that he considered freeing us a part of his call? Is he not the greatest of all? All-powerful, all-knowing, all-love, the one who could have stayed seated high above, yet came instead to rescue, restore, and renew because of his great love for you. So Jesus, forgive us when we simply praise you for our freedom and forget you are king of a kingdom. So did Jesus come primarily to die or to live? Was there more he intended to give? You see, the cross is not the end. It's the start. An invitation to take part in all that King Jesus wants to impart. He died so that we would be free and for the world to see his resurrection power lived out through you and through me, so the world could stand in awe and wonder of a king who death itself could not plunder. So when troubles and sorrows threaten to consume, when life feels hopeless and fear continues to loom, pause and remember not only the cross, but the empty tomb.